Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 Support Call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40, but if you're Dorcas, it's 9.40 in the morning. Adjust it for your time zone, please. <laughs> With that being said, for those of you that may not know who I am, I'm Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon. I'm welcoming you to the TR90 uh, Body Burn 30 Support Call today. And... If you ever miss any of these calls, you can go back and pick them up on SoundCloud, spelled S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D. Put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, and they are archived back to when he began recording them, which probably goes back about seven or eight years. If you get podcasts elsewhere, if you put in Frank Lomas, and TR90, you should be able to uh, pick, pick them up on whatever, wherever you get your podcasts from. So the TR90 program, in a nutshell, is one really good clean meal a day, two shakes a day, seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables, seven to eight hours of rest daily, making sure to drink plenty of water, which is current thinking is at least one ounce for every two pounds that you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, the minimum you should be drinking is 50 ounces of water. If you're exercising heavily or if you're in a very humid area, you're going to need to increase that in order to stay hydrated. Hydration really helps with the weight loss. Um, it helps clear out toxins throughout your system so that uh, things work better. Taking those supplements, uh, the TR90 supplements, about 15 to 20 minutes before a meal, if at all possible. If not, do take them with your meal because they'll still work. The, they just won't be in your system ready to uh, work at optimum level if they're not in, in that 15 to 20 minutes before. 30 minutes of exercise, five days a week also is very important, and that should be moderate to heavy exercise. With that being said, I'm always looking for things to share with you that will help um, with this TR90 lifestyle, because it is a lifestyle change. It is not a one and done. And I started sharing with you some thoughts about why it is important to um, stay motivated and how we might keep that motivation going. So life is change and tomorrow will be different to, than today. You will be diff a different person on a molecular, physical, and emotional levels a year from today. Will you be better or worse off? The choice is yours. Health style will put tools into your hands to improve you need only to decide each day to use them. So the book that I'm sharing information out of is called Superfoods Health Style. Simple changes to get the most out of life for the rest of your life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, MD, and Kathy Matthews. And some of the life-changing skills, as we'll be, I'll be sharing them with you, this is if you want to give yourself the best chance for success. Take a minute now and think about each skill and how you can implement it in the season and year ahead. 
One of the important skills of permanent change is the ability to evaluate yourself realistically. Take a hard look at the year ahead. What are your goals? What do you want your life to, how do you want your life to improve? What do you think will be better about your life if you adopt the healthy life, uh, health style lifestyle? If you primarily want to look better by losing some weight, do you want to extend your active, vital lifespan? Do you want to live to enjoy your grandchildren or great-grandchildren? Do you want to feel the inner peace that comes with living a healthy and directed life? You probably have some basic information about health improvement. Let's see, I think I might have about health improvement to know the weak links in your own health style. Maybe it's your diet. Maybe you've never exercised. Maybe the stress in your life is so out of control that you're losing sleep and feeling anxious all the time. Or perhaps have a very specific issue, such as high cholesterol, a family history of heart disease, being overweight, a recent diagnosis of type 2 diabetes, Whatever your health issue, look it squarely in the face. One year from now, one year of health stuff, and you are going to be a different person. Change does not happen by wishing it so. You must make the decision to change. It's not enough to think about how your life could be better. You have to determine that you will make it better. Too often we daydream about change. We often think about how nice it would be if we were healthier, if we were better, ate better, if we exercised. We have a moment of resolve when we're stepping on the scale or sitting in the doctor's office that we never actually decide to take action. You'll be surprised at how empowering it is to actually make a decision to veer from your routine. Wintertime is the perfect time for a personal revolution. Make a promise to yourself that by this time next year, you're going to be better. Commit to it by writing it down here right now. You're going to feel better and make, maybe even look better. You've got nothing to lose and everything to gain. Of course, you have to do more than Listen to me read. You'll have to take active steps to incorporate suggested changes in your life. Lifestyle doesn't insist that you follow a simple blueprint for success. You'll learn how to make decisions based on your lifestyle and taste and on what changes will work for you. You'll be shown how to substitute good health habits for poor ones. It isn't, this isn't as hard as it may seem because there is literally hundreds of ideas that I'll be sharing with you. And if you want to go through the year of health style, you'll pick and choose the tips that work for you. Sometimes you'll have to push yourself a bit to make these changes work. But you've made the decision to change, and you can refer back to your written statement. You will surely keep on track, and your health style year will be a success. You must keep motivated. Health style acknowledges its core 
is motivation. Anyone who wants, who makes a commitment to change knows that it's important to search for motivation everywhere. You'll find it in the headlines. Former Bill, President Bill Clinton's heart surgery was motivating for many people who had been very cavalier about their health, heart health. Many people were shocked when someone who seemed so vigorous, who had lost weight and seemed to be exercising, someone who certainly got good medical care, suddenly found that he needed major heart surgery to avoid a possibly fatal heart attack. Calls to cardiologists spiked in the weeks following Clinton's surgery. The simple, fact, simple facts are extremely motivating. People tell me all the time, that Dr. Pratt's first book, Superfoods Rx, convinced them to change their diet because the data they read in the book spoke for itself. If there's one powerful research evidence for that, for example, blueberries have a positive effect on the brain function. Why don't you eat them? Or why wouldn't you eat them? The health said that on food, exercise, sleep, personal peace, and a host of other health issues will convince and motivate you as well. One interesting and exciting aspect of positive change is that motivation grows and strengthens as a result of the positive actions you are taking. Improvement is self-reinforcing. All of his patients tell him this, and he has found it to be so in his own life. When you eat well, you feel better and want to continue eating well. When you exercise, you have more energy and want to continue exercising and eating well. If there's any magic bullet to health improvement, that's it. Act better to feel better to get better. So again, it's to act better, to feel better, to get better. You need the support from family and friends. You'll need to take, make decisions about how to ask for help and who will help you. Perhaps you should tell your children that certain foods the family will be eating will ultimately cause health problems. But sometimes it's hard to resist these foods, so you need their help. Maybe they can help prepare salads at dinner time. Maybe they can help prepare some of the healthier recipes. If they feel like collaborators rather than victims of change, they're far more likely to be enthusiastic supporters. Don't forget your coworkers. Ask for their support in avoiding sugary treats on coffee breaks or at office parties. Suggest a quick healthy lunch followed by a walk with an office mate instead of a fatty, high-calorie midday extravaganza. So many more people are health-conscious these days, but may be shy about speaking up. If you suggest providing fruit instead of donuts at the next meeting, others will surely embrace your suggestion. When we put out healthy snacks at my office, grapes, carrots, bell peppers, nuts, they disappear as quickly as any junk food would. You'll need rewards. Many people think of rewards 
<clears throat> in the context of a major gift to oneself, like one like a new coat or theater tickets or even a trip. This is fine if it works for you and your budget, but I prefer to think of rewards in smaller everyday terms. Rewards are stepping stones to a goal. They help you cross a river of temptation and conflicting demands. For example, buy that fancy green tea or a soothing CD if you reach your week's exercise goals. Treat yourself to some new exercise clothing or a reflexology session once you go a month without junk food. Call a friend you haven't spoken to in ages as a reward for skipping dessert at a buffet. You know yourself best and you know what your short-term health style goals are. Connect with those goals with connect those goals with rewards. Think up creative ways, creative rewards as you go along. And when something threatens to derail your effort, search for the stepping stone that will keep you on the right path. Write down these reward ideas. One of Dr. Pratt's patients told him that every Sunday evening, she writes a note to herself about the week's reward if she sticks to her goals. One week, it was splurging on a basket of exotic fruit. Another week, she treated herself and a friend to a house tour in a nearby city. <clears throat> so those are just some, some little thoughts about that. And with that, I think I'm going to take us off mute because I think we've just reached the end of our time. This is Susan signing out. So there you go, friends. Wow, that was fast. <laughs> I know, it seemed very fast today, didn't it? Yes, one minute you were starting and now you're done. <laughs> but I, I assure you, it was 15 minutes. <laughs> I know. I can see by the clock. It just has that habit of flying by. I'm not sure why. <laughs> no kidding. Well, thank you. That was very interesting. Blueberries well, for breakfast you, today. Well, and if you can get those uh, main blueberries, apparently they're better than all the other blueberries. But if not, blueberries in general are really good for you. I have somebody else that calls them brain berries. <laughs> I like that. Well, that's Dr. Stephen Amen. He calls blueberries brain berries because they're so good for your brain. So... Excellent. Well, thank you. Well, you're welcome. And with that, I'm going to let everybody go so we can get our weekend off to a lovely start. And take care. And we'll be back on Monday. Yes, we will. <laughs> See you then. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.